When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with my co-host, Mike Molino, and with Marv Azan. Patriots training camp. We're underway, guys. We're getting closer to football if there is a football season, which at this point, people seem pretty confident in that football season happening. But obviously the biggest question with the Patriots this offseason, whether or not you think it's a question or whether or not you think it's a real question or not, Who's going to be the starting quarterback of this team? Obviously, you've got Cam Newton. You've got Jared Stidham. I think it's safe to just assume that Brian Hoyer is not going to be that guy. But who knows? Bill Belichick can do whatever the hell he wants. But today, Wednesday, we record this on Wednesday, Wednesday's press conference, he, Bill Belichick was asked, let me see if I can get this correct. He was asked Wednesday during his media availability if the Patriots could incorporate a college-like platoon at quarterback, which platoon, uh, using multiple guys, his response was, I always say I'll do what I think is best for the team, what gives us the best chance to win. Whatever that is, I would certainly consider that. So, guys, the question is right there. It's it's weird. It's unconventional, especially being a Patriots fan, watching one guy be the quarterback for the most part, minus that one season, from about 2000 to now. Would you be okay with the Patriots platooning at quarterback between, I would assume, Cam Newton and Jared Sediman? Who knows? Again, maybe Brian Hoyer even fits into that equation somehow. Marv, let's start with you. What do you think? Would you be down with Cam Newton and Jared Sidham both taking reps during the regular season? I mean, you said it, Nick. Bill Belichick pretty much does whatever the hell he wants. And if he were to do a quarterback platoon system as they do in college, I would I would wait and see. I wouldn't overreact and say, this is crazy. What the hell is going on? This is a one-quarterback league. Patriots are trendsetters. They're the ones who always figure something out, and then the rest of the league follows afterwards. So let's see how this works in the NFL. If he believes that, you know, you can have a 1A, 1B type of system with this team right here with Cam Newton learning the system and Jerry Stidham, I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to wait and see. Obviously, it's not traditional. It's not something that we're used to. And as fans, it can get, it would be frustrating because when one of the quarterbacks throws an interception or makes a mistake, you're going to be like, oh, what the hell? Put the other guy in, and I don't want to see this one anymore. It can get Gee, really There's going to be so many questions by the fan base if they do this. It's going to split. It's going to split the fan base for sure. But as long as the team is, is stuck with their ways and they're, they're committed, then. Hey, it doesn't really matter what the fans think if Belichick thinks that's the way to win the game. But I also want to say, I don't think Belichick is going to do this. This was a, a random question asked to Belichick, and Belichick's never the one to say yes or no. He's going to say, usually, I'm going to do whatever is best for the team. It's not as if the beat reporter saw Belichick 
you know, implement some type of two-quarterback set, and then that's why the question arose. So let's pump the brakes a little bit. This does not mean that this is something that the Patriots are looking forward to do as a question, and that's how Belichick answers most of his questions anyways. He's going to do whatever is best for the team. Mike, we both kind of went back and forth a little bit this uh, in our group chat, and neither of us seemed too enthusiastic about this. I'm not going to lie. I've changed my tune a little bit since I've started taking down my notes, but what do you think? Are you okay if the Patriots do a platoon system between Cam Newton and Jared Stidham and, again, potentially Brian Hoyer? Am I okay with the Patriots doing a platoon? What the hell does this look like, Nick? Baseball? We, we switching left fielders and right fielders from <laughs> bench players? This is not college football either. I'm not okay with the platoon system with the starting quarterbacks in the, with the New England Patriots. Like Marv said, Belichick gave the typical – Belichick answer, I'm going to do whatever is best for the team. And, you know, once he said that, people's eyes opened and said, whoa, can Belichick really do this? Well, let's not be stupid here, folks. It's not happening. Yes, for the first time in 20 years, you know, people's, their eyes are zoned in on this quarterback competition, you know, because there hasn't been one in New England for many years. And now, you know, you got three guys pretty, pretty much splitting reps you know, before training camps before, you always get the little stats with seven on sevens and 11 on 11s and what Brady's doing and the other quarterbacks. But this year, when you see those stats pop up on your timeline and whatnot, you're keyed in a little bit more because the competition is wide open. But just because the competition is wide open and each guy is getting their opportunity to show what they have does not mean Belichick has in his mind anywhere that, hey, we're going to go depending on matchups and who we're facing and maybe wearing a dome so Cam Newton's better for here or maybe wearing some, some, some cold weather so Stidham's better for here. That's not happening in New England. You know, you've seen other situations throughout the years where teams switch up as quarterbacks throughout the season, but that's only because one guy probably sucks, so they need to switch it up. That's not the situation in New England, at least not at this moment. You know, they're going into the season and they're going to name a guy to be the starting quarterback. Obviously, throughout the course of the season, will they evaluate the position depending on how that person is performing? Absolutely. But I never, ever see Belichick heading into week one saying, look, this quarterback position, the starting quarterback position is going to be a revolving door throughout 2020. That's an absolutely no chance in hell. Now, you said the start of 2020, and that's going to be the big question because we don't have preseason this year. That's going to be a major question for the Patriots as they head into the season. Sure, they could, they could see Cam Newton in training camp all the way up until the start, all the way up to week one, and go, okay, this is our guy, but you haven't seen him at that point in a full game situation unless it's inter-squad. Inter-squad. That's it. So I wouldn't be shocked if at least maybe the first four weeks, maybe the length of a preseason, they're doing that. They do the platoon uh, revolving door type thing, especially if they think that it can work for them. But overall, I do not want a platoon system. Now, Cam Newton's numbers on third and fourth down are great. I was reading from Evan Lazar, CLNS Media, our guy Evan, and he had that uh, Newton's great numbers third and fourth down plays, converting 82% of his third and fourth down carries. So a third and fourth down situation, you're going to probably want Cam Newton in there because, again, if he starts running third and fourth down, he converts most of the time, well over most of the time. But once it comes down to it and once you get a good feel for who the better guy is, who should be leading this team, I think the quarterback position in the NFL 
is the most important position to keep consistent in American sports, in the major American sports, hockey, baseball, football, basketball. I'm sorry, soccer guys. But <laughs> I think that I think quarterback is the most the, the position that you need to be the most consistent if you are going to win. And I mean, hell, what team has won the most over the past 20 years? That's the New England Patriots with one guy, with Thomas Edward Brady at the quarterback position. So yeah, overall, I don't want to see this. And plus, I know I, I kept saying maybe Brian Hoyer. I don't want if there's a platoon, I don't want to see Brian Hoyer part of that platoon. He'll have he a head a, his name on it. He's yes, he is another quarterback's coach playing. He's like a player manager. He's a player coach. I don't want to see Brian Hoyer part of that platoon. And Jared Stidham, from what you're seeing and with all the Twitter headlines, not looking too hot so far in training camp. But you know, neither did Jimmy Garoppolo. But oh, I think we all agree here, Cam Newton is going to be the starting quarterback of this team, and I want him eventually, maybe after the first few weeks when you get a few games under your belt and you see what you got between the two quarterbacks, I want one guy to be the quarterback. And ideally, I believe it's going to be Cam Newton once that is settled, once the dust settles. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Marvin Zahn and with Mike Molyneux. Guys, there is somebody on this offense, and this is a question that actually popped into my head today when we were... We were going back and forth talking about topics that we could go over today. And this guy popped into my head because I think it's he's a sneaky catalyst to the success of this Patriots team this year. Potentially. Mohamed Sanu. My question is, is he the most important Patriots receiver as we head into the 2020 season? You look at the depth chart. You've got Jules, Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers. You've got Gunner. And you've got uh, Mohamed Sanu. You thought you had Marquise Lee. That guy decided to leave because of COVID, which, you know, no problem with that. You decide that you don't want to play because of COVID. Totally cool. Totally fine. But question, is Mohamed Sanu the most important Patriots receiver of the 2020 season for the Patriots 2020 success? Mike, let's start with you. What do you think? Is he the most important receiver? I wouldn't say he's the most important receiver, but... His role on this team is going to be huge. Obviously, you know, for the most part, things are going to go through Julian Edelman leading that way, leading so the way. At Jules, that would you say Jules is the most important? Edelman, most important. He's the guy that's been around for, for the longest time when you're looking at the offensive players. And, you know, his production, his resume speaks for itself. Obviously, has he lost a little bit of a step? Yes. But I still believe Julian Edelman can be a guy that can produce solid numbers within this offense, an offense that he knows very well. But Sanu, I think for sure, if you're always looking at a team, they always have that number one guy. But who's that second guy to step up and be a, a huge, you know, somewhat of an X factor? That is Sanu. Obviously, you got Nikhil Harry right behind him, chomping at the bit to get an opportunity. No, this is a guy who the Patriots believe in. You know, the reason why they took him so early in the draft uh, a few years ago. But Sanu, you know, being a veteran player, a guy who's coming back from an injury season, uh, injury riddled season, you know, and you saw from that little workout video that he had with Cam Newton and the way he was talking, moving, he seems like he has a chip on his shoulder because he has a lot to prove. You know, is he has he been a star, you know, all pro receiver during his career? Obviously not. But he, the Patriots traded for him for a reason. Whether we wanted the Patriots to go after Emmanuel Sanders or somebody else last year, the fact of the matter is they went and got Sanu. 
So he needs to show why this team got him. And it seems like he has a little bit of a chemistry already with Cam Newton. Um, he needs to show up and be big time for this offense. Obviously, you got guys under him, like I said, Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, whatever other receivers they have, they're trying to battle and make their way. Those guys are trying to uh, come up the ranks as well. But for this team to be successful, in my opinion, for this upcoming season, I would love to see a solid combination of uh, Julian Edelman, Muhammad Sanu, and obviously I think Nikhil Harry will uh, be in the mix as well. But Sanu and Edelman are the two guys that are going to lead the way. Patriots fans are a what-have-you-done-lately type of crowd, especially when a guy comes in last year because, I mean, like Mike, you're right. Sanu came in last year and wasn't that great once he got here. And the Patriots, if they needed one thing, they had to go out and they had to get a guy who's going to help this receiving core because it was after that amazing picture of Edelman, Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon. It looked like an awesome receiving core. Then all of a sudden it fell apart. It fell into absolute shambles. You bring in Sanu over a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, and people have high hopes, people have high needs for this guy to produce, and he really didn't. And that pissed off a lot of Patriots fans. Guys, a lot of Patriots fans apparently didn't pay attention to Sanu when, like, he wasn't he wasn't a Julio Jones type, like, not even close to that. But yeah. one thing, people like people think this guy can't catch because he had a tough time last year. That was his main thing coming in. That was uh, that was probably his highest point coming into the Patriots last year, was this guy catches everything that's thrown to him. He does not drop balls. That wasn't the case when he got here again. But that was his thing coming here. So hopefully we can see that this year. Marvelous, jump to you. What do you think? Is Muhammad Sanu the most important Patriots receiver heading into the 2020 season? I think he is, especially if Cam Newton is the quarterback for this team. You're talking about Sanu, who's the best route runner on the team by far right now. Um, Julian Edelman, we know what he can do as a slot receiver. But Cam Newton's not the person who's just going to drop back in two seconds, get rid of the ball like Tom Brady. And that was the, that's why him and Edelman, him and Welker were just match made in heavy because you got a guy who can release quickly and get the, get the ball quick. So, so no, guys like Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, these are, these are going to be receivers that rely on their route running. And Sanu's a, a receiver who plays in the slot and plays in the outside, like we were speaking on the other shows earlier. He can play the X or he can play the Z. And that's something that Nikhil's skill set is, something Jacoby's skill set is. These are going to be receivers looking up to Muhammad Sanu and watching how he how he works and his work ethic and how he plays. And you got then you bring up another guy who has great hands. I understand last year wasn't the best year, but New England Patriots fans are acting like injuries don't happen. The guy was hurt. He had an injury, and he played through it. The season was a wash. You bring in a guy who has excellent hands. Julian Edelman is great, but we all seen, I think he led the league in drops last year. His, yeah, he his did. Hands aren't, his hands aren't there no more, and, it, and, it, and that's okay. He's getting, he's getting older. Super Bowl MVP, we know what he can bring to the table. He'll still be clutch, but I think Muhammad Sanu might be that the X factor, like Michael's saying, and sneakily be the number one receiver on this team due, due to the fact that he is versatile. He can play both roles in the wide receiver slot and of his route running and the other fact that he's going to be able to mentor receivers like a Nikhil Harry and Jacoby Myers because they play similar roles to what Muhammad Sanu does. Yeah, and look, whether or not you think that he's going to be a number one receiver, that's that's kind of a different story because... I think he is the most important, Marv. I'm with you. I think he is the most important receiver here because we know what Julian Edelman is. 
But behind him, there's a ton of question marks. And the most proven guy in the room at that point, once you get down behind Julian Edelman, is Mohamed Sanu. You know that he can produce. And if he can fit into this offense well, and if he can be a step above what he was last year, which, again, wasn't that good, if he can just be a solid, productive, productive that's the word I was looking for productive wide receiver then that is key for the Patriots offense because if he's not if he's not guys this offense is in trouble this offense especially with a potential rookie quarterback or a new guy who just walked into the Patriots locker room and Cam Newton Muhammad Sanu has to produce because again if he doesn't what's behind him who else can fill that role Nikhil Harry, we have no idea. People are talking up Nikhil Harry like this guy has already proven something this year. He had a bad year last year. People were against him. Now, people are talking like Nikhil Harry's already proven something. This guy has not shown us anything. I have a lot of high hopes for Nikhil Harry. I think Nikhil Harry can and probably will be a very good wide receiver, but he hasn't proven to anything yet. So to me, at least, he's still a giant question mark. And same thing with Jacoby Myers. The guy was undrafted. He was great last year in the preseason. Everybody's like, oh, wow, look at this guy. Well, he didn't do anything for the most part in the regular season. The hype is out the window now for him. Right. There are so many questions behind Mohamed Sanu to the point where if he does not produce, guys, this offense, at least in the passing game, is in trouble. It is not going to be a good look if he does not produce. And plus, again, your number one guy is Julian Edelman. He's old. He is getting old. So you need Sanu to step up big time this year if you're going to have a successful 2020 season, at least on the offensive side of the ball. All right, guys. That was the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Nick Qualia, Marvazan, Mike Molino. We're going to be back next week. Guys, follow us all on Twitter. Garrett's getting the graphic up, I'm assuming, right now. Again, we're going to be back next week. And you guys can always catch the show, too, audio version if you're on the go on iTunes, underneath the CLNS Media Patriots postgame show tab on iTunes. Again, Nick Qualley and Marvazan, Mike Molino. Guys, we're going to be back next week with another set of episodes. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for watching.